0: Sports
1: Live. He's got time, and he's always comfortable in that pocket. He dishes it out right to the first down marker, where it's caught by Adam Thielen, another new acquisition. There it is, the first of many. Bryce Young's first completion of a Hall of Fame career. As the Panther, the number one pick, made a few plays, but also took a few hits in preseason game number one. Welcome inside Charlotte Sports Live. He's Mike. I'm William. Mike, not exactly an exciting game, I'd say. No,
0: uh, not a lot, but I did meet former Hornet uh, Scott Perrell today. I got a chance to talk to him, had some time, so I was thrilled about that. That was the highlight of that the day. That was the highlight game. of my day, but as for Carolina, it, it was not fun. You were here, you didn't
1: miss much. Let's get to the highlights here for the Jets and Panthers. Preseason game one. Put emphasis on Pre-season. It is not the season, all right? Bryce Young era though, officially kind of underway. We'll say the same thing after week one when it is actually officially underway. We already showed you his first completion. Two plays later, third and six, the ball overthrown to Chark, and Young hit hard on that play. Significant though because he got up. That's what we wanted to see most out of the smaller in stature quarterback. And then on the defensive side of the ball, Zach Wilson dropped back. Amari Barno had a great play on special teams. And then that sack, second-year linebacker. And then we get to see the tight end room finally making a play for the first time in 35 years. Hayden <laughs> Hurst from Bryce Young finishes his day four for six, 21 yards. He was sacked once and hit a handful of times as well. And then no Andy Dalton, did not dress for this game. Matt Corral, ball security. That was an issue, cannot be doing that when you're trying to impress teams around the NFL and if the Panthers want to trade you and you want to play somewhere else. Slow motion. Than ideal. Slow oh, motion for oh, uh, <laughs> Six tackles for a loss, eight QB hits. Corral finished 15 of 22, 126 yards, two turnovers. Panthers get shut out 27 to nothing, Mike.
0: I don't like it like that. Looking at the final numbers, Frank Reich <laughs> wasn't lying. He kept the offense plan, 199 total yards for Carolina. New York just shy of 350. 68 plays for the Jets, 48 for the Panthers. I'm going full New York here. That led to a lopsided time of possession. Carolina did not enter the red zone once. New York got there four times. So, should we be concerned? Carly Gephardt and Gabe McDonald continue our team coverage from the bank.
2: That's right, the Panthers open up the preseason with a loss against the Jets, 27-0. to No score in this one for the Carolina Panthers. Might be a little bit of a disappointment for the fans, but we did get to see a little bit of Bryce Young and maybe a few more series than we thought.
3: Yeah, definitely a little bit longer. I mean, I thought he was going to be only maybe a couple drives and not that many uh, dropbacks. He only attempted six passes today. Just 21 yards, very vanilla. You know, we saw him into the second quarter, but – the offensive line didn't give them too much to work with, but you know it's obviously it's preseason, still getting the jinx out, uh, the kinks out. Rather, and two you got to think about it, the Jets on the other side, they already got a game under their belt as well. But you still would like to have seen them maybe push the ball a little bit more down the right. field. I know you don't want to show too much, but. Luckily, you know, he avoided any super big hits. I mean, he was hit a little bit. They got to him. And, I mean, that's the thing that he's going to have to deal with in the NFL. I mean, their past couple of weeks, not much tackling, which we've seen. It was pretty evident today. But you want to see Bryce Young, you know, take a few more chances as the preseason goes on.
2: Yeah, and one sack for Bryce Young, but four sacks for Matt Corral. Yeah. And we got to see a lot more of Matt Corral than we did last season. Of course, he was injured in last preseason. But I thought he had a pretty good yeah. showing. And, listen, they talked a lot about this offense. It was very vanilla. Yeah. They came in with a very few plays that they were going to run, and that was all a part of Coach Frank Reich's plan to really – keep everyone guessing what this offense is actually going to look like when they get into the season.
3: Yeah, because I think they're going to really be able to come at defenses a whole lot of ways because you have, obviously, a guy like LaVisca Chennault who could possibly line up in the backfield. Didn't see that today for obvious reasons, but you mentioned Matt Corral. You know, we obviously didn't get to see any of him last year. Went down in that second preseason game, and this is really a big preseason for him because he might be trying to, this might be an audition to go to another team and, you know, he's always talked about in the offseason wanting to be somewhere where he feels wanted and he's going to get an opportunity to show that because we all know what Andy Dalton can do. He's been in the league for 511 years. So you're not going (laughs) to see any of him this preseason. This is a big opportunity for Matt Corral to really show what he can do because he didn't get that opportunity last year. And I think he had a solid day today. Obviously the offensive line definitely has some kinks to work out. Austin Corbett, we miss you big dog. (laughs) It was very evident today.
2: Yeah, definitely miss him. Let's go ahead and check in though with what coach Frank Reich and the guys had to say after the game.
4: Listen, this is by design. I mentioned this the other day, we're very generic now. We did nothing you know, in our scheme, nothing. That's not an excuse. Um, I expected us to do a lot. So we kept it simple so that we could do a lot so that we didn't have to think much so that we could just evaluate
3: one-on-one play. You know, we we all take accountability and we all, you know, look in the mirror first. And, you know, we we talked to, you know, Coach Wright made that point, um, you know, with us in the locker room of, you know, us being a a team in the unit that looks in the mirror and, and, and takes accountability. And, you know, that's what we put out put on tape that's what we had so now we have to figure out you know, we, we have to learn from it. We have to own it and, you know, look to get better.
2: And let's just go ahead and talk a little bit more about this offensive line, specifically with Matt Corral. He was sacked four times, Bryce Young once. Not only that, yeah. but the offensive line really affected the run game tonight, which is what we really wanted to see. That's something that Carolina has always had as a good run game. Exactly.
3: I mean, only running for 52 yards tonight. I mean, Spencer Brown was your leading rusher, but the thing is, just building that cohesion up there. That's one of the units where, yeah, they bring back all of their guys. You have one of them down at Austin Corbett right now, but that's usually a unit that takes a little bit of time because that's one of those things where All five of those guys have to be on the exact same page. It's a lot different than maybe linebackers, defensive line, other positions on the field. All of those guys have to really be five guys in one, like we saw last year towards the end of the season. I think they'll be fine. You know, Austin Corbett, he'll miss some time. But I think Cade Mays is eventually going to grow the more reps that he gets because this is really his first time getting a lot of reps as well. So we saw him at fullback last year. So he wasn't getting many reps at guard. I think this is a big camp for him. And I think he's going to continue to progress over the next couple games. Yeah,
2: not a lot of depth on the offensive line either, which is what they're kind of struggling with, right, now but they are going to get another chance in the preseason against the Giants next week what do you need to see from this offense i
3: really want to see you know just more just being on one accord and i want to see them continue to you know maybe unwrap the layers a little bit. Continue to show a little bit more because once the games get here, you want to kind of be hitting on all cylinders, so you don't want to be super vanilla over these next couple games and then trying to turn it on that first game. You want to gradually open up this offense. You know, I want to see maybe some more shots down the field, getting the running game going, maybe some more outside running because you have a guy like Chuba Hubbard and Raheem Blackshear that have some speed. Don't run them the middle so much. Get them on the edge. Get them on the outside. I think that's that's what I really want to see over these next couple games, especially next week up in New York.
2: And another point, too, to to really kind of put out there is that the Jets did did have joint practice with the Panthers, so they did maybe see a little bit more of them and maybe got to prepare for them more in this preseason game. But coming up, Grace is gonna bring us a little bit more on this new look defense, guys.
0: Yeah, and hey, that defense under Ajero Evero showed some bright spots today. But, and this is the, the big but, they did give up 27 points. Teams are gonna score on you when you allow them to convert seven of 15 third downs and two for two on fourth down.
1: So as Carla just said, here is Grace with a deep dive on that defense. Grace, your thoughts on the defense are what?
5: Mm, well, it certainly wasn't the performance the Panthers fans were looking for, but it's important to not overreact, right? It's the preseason, and let's not forget all the new faces on the field and on the sidelines. All things to take into consideration, don't you think? They told me to be a ray of sunshine, and that's my te- pep talk for you guys tonight. All right, well, we've already talked about the rough offense. Defense wasn't great, but it's But certainly better, Zach Wilson dinked and dunked the ball down the field, leading the Jets to scores on three of his six first-half possessions. New York completed 23 of 30 pass pass attempts through the game and found the red zone four times, scoring three touchdowns. Frank Reich wasn't happy with much after the game, but uh, kept things in perspective.
4: A good week that really ended just on a bad note in this game. And obviously, the game weighs more important than the week. But you got to keep everything in perspective, um, you know. You, so that's what we do. We, what we do is we look at every play, every player. Um, we evaluate everything. We'll grow from it um, and look forward to diving into the tape and getting better next week.
1: Perspective, perspective, perspective. And I think that's the, the goal and the job of a head coach right now because you go out there and you play probably the worst football game we've seen in a really long time, but it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't count, and that's okay. And They're vanilla like Frank talked Yeah, about. and I thought
5: there was a little bit of mixed messaging. There was, it was an interesting moment during the post-game presser where me and another reporter were kind of fighting for a a question and I kind of got mine out there Bryce looked right at me and I said he said lack of execution right and I said well did you feel unprepared and he like slowly shifted to the next question because he didn't want to mm-hmm. answer that question I got that off to Matt Corral Matt Corral said it was an issue of, of them not being prepared and they circled back to lack of execution like you just got to play better but that's hard to do when you're keeping it vanilla.
0: The, f- the crazy thing about this was going into camp I remember the first day Frank Frank basically said the one thing the one thing that I don't
1: have to worry about that offensive line. And that mm-hmm. offensive line was prob number one today. So, I can sit here and I can say, tonight was horrible. The defense was bad. The rush, running defense was bad. The offensive line was bad. The quarterback didn't play, didn't play all that well because of that. The running game wasn't well. And also not be worried. Like yeah. We're sitting here preseason week one, pump the brakes. It's okay for the fans out there to yeah. take a lap, take a breath. It's going to be okay. So, that's kind of where I sit. Like, admittedly, horrible. But – it's OK. I'm not worried yet.
5: Well, and it's hard to make those decisions, because I was specifically watching the defense, too, because my opinion, I was like, they had so much space. right? You didn't really see our pass rush a little bit. But mm-hmm. remember, Brian Burns not playing. Frankie Luvu not playing. Like, you got to remember, we don't have all the pieces in there, too.
0: I- I'll go back to a point that Frank Reich made last week. Remember, Saturday was probably easily their worst day of training camp. And he said something along the lines of, hey, you know what? This didn't happen week two. This this happened now, and this is a moment where we can learn from it and grow from it, and this is the same situation. This didn't happen week two. This didn't happen week three. This happened preseason game number one. So there's a lot to go from here, a lot to develop, a lot to, to reflect on and get stronger from.
1: Frank said they were unimaginative on the offensive side of the ball, even more so on the defensive side of the ball, because this defense is built on schemes and coming from different directions and blitzes and letting... Brian Burns, like he said, uses IQ and confusing the offense. They didn't show any of that tonight. That's in part why they didn't look good. So if you're overreacting tonight, you're doing it wrong. It's preseason game, week one, Mike, we don't have time. It's a light launch, that's all it was, (laughs)
0: light
1: launch. A light launch? They don't have the full menu, it's like a restaurant. Yeah, know, just just, an appetizer Just hamburgers tonight. tonight. All right, highlights were (laughs) tough to come by for the Panthers today, but Sam Franklin, he had one. We're talking to the four-year vet about his interception. Coming up next on CSL, and this dude's hilarious.
0: Yeah, but first, NBA 2K ratings are out, and here's how our Hornet players fared. Lamella Ball, an 86. Terry Rozier, an 80. Brandon Miller, a 78. Mark Williams, 77. Will Kunkel, a 99. If it's in the game, he's in the game. That's a different game. Obviously, more CSL coming up yeah. on the hey, other side. Of it's in the game. against the Jets in the third quarter. Finally, something good happened for Carolina. It was Sam Franklin with the takeaway from Tim Boyle. Afterwards, Franklin offered his takeaway of the game when he spoke with our own Gabe McDonald.
3: Let's get the man that made the biggest play on defense for the Panthers today on CSL, and the man who always brings the juice. We see you in the social media videos, Sam Franklin Jr., the safety. First off, that mindset and just, you know, you come to work happy every day. Where does that come from?
4: Um, you know, some of the older guys, you know, they just installed that into me having a great positive attitude because you never know what the next person might be going through. So I try to come in, try to be the same guy every day, um, try to give my energy to other people, even like when they don't feel like it, or like when it's not a bright day or it's not a hot day. You know, I try to come in and be that guy who everybody can be like, okay, look, Sam's lit.
3: Let me add it, let me turn it up a little bit to match his energy. And today, man, I mean, just making that big play, the interception, what you see right there to see me through that and you got to be able to break
1: that tackle,
4: brother. Oh, man. Um, They was running a lot of three-by-one with three on the ball. So, I mean, it was quick game a lot of times. So, you know, I just alerted the secondary. Um, My guys covered really good. Um, The inside backer was inside on it, and then he just happened to throw it outside I was there. And then, you know, he's just got to score on that. Can't yeah. get tackled by a quarterback. It's crazy. Yeah, not
3: at all, man. I mean, obviously you probably get some extra work on the hurdles, but on the hurdles rather. But to save me through with today, obviously not the result you guys wanted, but preseason opener, still getting the kinks out. What do you think this team and this defense got out of this first game?
4: Um, they were pretty good um, when we lock in, we don't beat ourselves and, you know, we play good football. I think we just need to do the basics a little bit more um, and then do a lot better than we did today because those are going to be the key things when we get to later down in the season. And then we got called call a run stop. We got to be able to run that precisely and make sure we execute it to the highest level. So that just shows us we got to do a little bit better. I mean, we had great practices this
3: week, but we got to translate that to the game. And then today, even getting back there, making a tackle for a loss. You know, last year, made a name for yourself on special teams. How do you think you fit into this defensive rotation? And what kind of case do you feel like you made today after this game?
4: Um, you know, we got a lot of great guys back in the back end right now. Um, so... You know, I'm just trying to make it harder for the coaches a little bit to, you know, really pick guys. But at the end of the day, um, we're all going to play. We're all going to have a chance. It's a long season. Um, that's not our main focus. Our main focus is winning games. So, I mean, if I get in, I get
3: in. But my main thing is we're going to make plays when I get in there and to make plays on special teams. And then going back to the drawing board next week, getting ready to hit the road to face the Giants, what's the mindset going into that one, going into that second preseason game next week?
4: Um, we 0-0 again. I'm trying to get the 1-0 this week. Um, our biggest mindset this week is, you know, execute all the way through the week, find a way to finish things. Um, I feel like we didn't finish our start well last week, so we got to start well and finish every game. Sam so Franklin,
3: appreciate the time, man. No, thank y'all. Guys.
1: Well, Charlotte FC's magical Leagues Cup run has come to an end, but there's plenty of positives to take away from it for the crowd. See you, Sale, back to.
5: Leading the pack to green tomorrow in Indy. Daniel Suarez earning the pole position today for Sunday's Verizon 200. Tyler Reddick will also start on the front row. All right, now let's go to soccer. Charlotte FC shocked a lot of people lately with their League's Cup run, but reality struck in last night down in Miami. We'll spare you the full highlights, a brutal 4-0 loss to enter Miami. Messi. Gay fans, their money's worth once again, though, setting up a goal and scoring one himself. The crown now returns to their MLS schedule. They won't play again for another two weeks when they host LA. Christian Lacanzio says there's a lot of good that came from this League's Cup run, though.
4: We start a new new phase of the league. Uh, We show mainly to ourselves how good we can be, and we can go everywhere and play our game.
1: All right, well, not a lot to like about the Panthers' <laughs> passing game today or the running game or the defense. Yeah, special teams was all right, but we did find some I silver linings. I met Scott linings. Burrell. <laughs> Mike met Scott Burrell, new man crush. Got his number and everything. 14 different players, though, did catch a pass today for the Panthers. Carla Gebhardt caught up with one of them fighting for a spot on this team, a guy that has impressed me year after year, but just as this close from actually making the team. Carla.
2: We are here with wide receiver Derek Wright, really went three for three for 35 yards tonight. How good did it feel to just kind of get back into this game and play some football, some actual football?
6: Yeah, it was good to be out here. Uh, Obviously, I didn't get any games last year. Um, So, last game reps were last preseason, so it's been a while. So, it was good to just be out here in this environment again, out with the fans and, you know, be able to make plays against somebody other than our own team, and uh, it felt good out there, so. I was going to be back.
2: How important is it for you to kind of get these snaps and prove to coaches that you have something to add to this team?
6: Yeah, I think preseason is important for guys like me that are kind of, you know, trying to fight for a spot. Um, I think the coaches are looking for, you know, playmaking in a different environment, right? And so it's one thing if you can, you know, do what you're supposed to in in practice and make plays in practice, but, you know, I think they want to see you make plays, you know. during games and see if you can do it on Sunday. So um, that's the key.
2: Obviously not the result that the team wanted with a win or a loss against the Jets, I should say. But how do you take this and and what do the coaches say when you go into the locker room of how to move forward?
6: Yeah, obviously it's never fun to lose. It doesn't matter, you know, preseason or regular season. Uh, We all wanted to come out here and fight for a win today. But, you know, that didn't happen, obviously. Uh, So we got to watch the tape and see where we can improve. Um, and get better week by week before before the regular season gets here. Obviously, we have a unique uh, schedule with two you know, conference opponents right out the gate. So we want to make sure we're dialed in early. And so, you know, I think there was moments today where we look good, but obviously some stuff we got to clean up.
2: And you were on the receiving side for Matt Corral, who got a lot of game time today. How would you think he did overall?
6: Yeah, I think Matt looked good. I think he settled in the game, uh, made some plays, you know, left the pocket, scrambled when he needed to, um, stayed in the pocket when he needed to. So I was happy for him, obviously. You know, last year was, you know, tough for him, but um, love that kid. He's a fighter, and, you know, he's going to be all right.
2: And Coach Reich said that this was really just a very small portion of what this offense is going to open up and do this season. How how small of a portion is it actually?
6: Yeah, I mean, we got the call sheet, and there was (laughs) very little stuff on there. We want to just come out, run our base stuff, and just make sure that we can execute. You know, the base of our base of our offense, and um, we don't want to show too much right away, obviously. And um, so, there's a lot more to come.
2: I saw you in the medical tent, the blue tent, for just a minute during this game. You feeling all right tonight?
6: Yeah, I'm feeling all right. I'll go in and you know see what the trainers have to say and try and work through some stuff.
2: All right. Thanks so much, Derek. Thank you.
1: Braves and Mets playing a doubleheader today in the first game. Atlanta demolishing New York 21-3. to The Braves then won the second one 6-0. Atlanta now with an 11-game lead in the NL East. We got a QC crown for you, though, Mets It's crown, it's a familiar face and a less-than-familiar sight on the Panthers' offense last year, but it's DJ Moore doing Big things out in Chicago against the Titans today. 62 yards, breaks loose. Got a shout out to all the guys that blocked for him on that one. Fun to watch. You're going to miss him big time, Mike.
0: That was with Al Wallace when he saw that play. He goes, I missed that guy right there. So good play for DJ.
1: Rarely got that guy the ball. Dang shame. He'll be good out there.